Hello and welcome to Between Sundays with Greeley First Assembly. We definitely don't have copyright licensing to do that song, but that's okay. That was a mix between. That yeah. was a, that was a mashup of our own yeah. our own concoction. That was good. My name is Nick Cedars. I'm the lead pastor here at Greeley First Assembly of God, and I have to my left, your right. I'm Shane. And to my right, your left. My name is George. And these guys are ready to chat. Yes. It's been a while. How are you guys I like, doing? I like chatting. Yeah. Yeah, chatting. I like having little chats. Let's little chat. chats. Sometimes yeah. I just want to do a sermon where I just chat. I sit on a <laughs> sit on a stool and just chat with people instead <laughs> of, you know, preaching. Something. Just like, hey, let's let's have a little chat let's this talk morning. About this. There's pastors that do that. Yeah. That mm-hmm. preach from a from a stool. Yeah. I think I I don't know. I walk around too much. I yeah, wouldn't be able to. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I would struggle Yeah, with that. Because mm. then I would want like feedback if I'm sitting down. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then. You don't want feedback from a full congregation. Well, yeah. Not that I don't <laughs> want feedback from the people so much as there's so many that, you yeah. know, it's just we would be there all day. That's true. Like I'd have so like. True. It's I'd almost have, like a business meeting. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. just don't want that. I would just have three bullet points on my paper because I would know <laughs> like there's no way we could cover more than that. No, with yeah. No people. way. Yeah, no way. And then I'd have the worship team behind me trying to chime in, raising their hands. I couldn't see them. Yeah. Just be a mess. Mm, that's true. That's be very true. Because you'd want them up there just in case there was a dramatic time where they would just add into yeah. music. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, or the drummer just to give a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Since you're already in a casual setting, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I would I would wear shorts on those days. Just make it casual oh, all around. Shorts you and flip flops. <laughs> people normally say people uh, pastors like put themselves on a pedal stool. Like you'd be literally on a pedal stool. You'd be on a yeah. Well, you'd be on a on a, a stool. stool. Yeah, yeah, not a pedal stool. <laughs> sort of close. Well, uh, well, that was a rabbit hole. <laughs> I'll take the opportunity here uh, <laughs> to thank the congregation. I had a my wife and I. Uh, let's see, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before there was the vote of confidence, basically Mm -hmm. determining whether or not we would, uh, we would be extended an indefinite invite, um, to serve as lead pastor. And, uh, here we are, we're grateful to the members for, um, saying yes and meaning we get to serve here for, um, eternity. (laughs) Well, and I mean, I'm glad that was too, because if not, we would have had to restart the whole podcast. We had to figure out a different name because we couldn't, you know, do the same. I mean, we'll be gone too. I didn't think about that. Yeah. There was, there would have been a lot. (laughs) There'd be so many changes. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, That didn't even cross my mind. No, but in all seriousness, thank you guys for allowing us to serve here. And I know these guys would say the same thing, that it's a pleasure to serve this congregation and be here in Greeley, Colorado, a part of this community uh, of faith and uh, just letting the Lord work through and in and amongst us. And just, yes, he's seeing Jesus's name glorified Mm -hmm. in this place and with you people is awesome. So thank you all. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, with that said, we're going to get to this week's topic. Yeah. Got to get connected. Let's do it. Got to get connected. We should have done, we should have made up a theme song because that's kind of rhythmic, you know? (laughs) All I can think of, got to get that, got to get connected. I don't know. No, never mind. (laughs) uh, There's a high school musical (laughs) song, Get Your Head in the Game. I feel like that. Yeah, we could do that. (laughs) That could have been one. Could have done something with that. Oh, well. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. 
you might have noticed tons of chances recently to connect with other people at Greeley First Assembly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the same is true if you're not here, part of our local congregation, wherever you call your church home. Maybe uh, the, the same is true. A lot of mm-hmm. churches take like a, you know, December, January break from regularly scheduled gatherings, yeah. except yeah. for Sundays, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> and some other things. But yeah. yeah, just to give people a chance to enjoy the holidays and then kind of mm-hmm. get into the schedule again after the holidays. Right. And then here we are. We got lots of things starting up. Right. Excited? Mm-hmm. Our trivia nights are just... I'm excited about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think that and the American Gladiator <laughs> um, ministry that we've started. Oh, man. That would be like the most... <laughs> you don't want to see me in a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Throwing oh, tennis balls gosh. at people. That would be the most specific <laughs> ministry. Oh yeah, American Gladiator ministry. Yeah. Do you There's like gotta be something hit in California. with cushiony, big Q-tip things? <laughs> this is the ministry for you. Yeah, I've seen some really specific <laughs> ones, but that's about. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, that's good. Stuff. We don't. We don't have. Tri- I mean, trivia night. I feel like you could do trivia night. Oh yeah, a church could have a trivia night. Church oh, trivia yeah. run by Family JBQ. Feud. It's called JBQ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they host it. Yeah. Yeah. Sell wings for JBQ. Wings for JBQ. Come I don't know. We could we could make it. We it could be a we good time. I could see it becoming something. Are you smarter than a JBQer? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Get Ooh. Jeff Foxworthy on yeah. here. What's he doing these days? I mean he's he's a faith believer. He is. He's yeah. a faith believer. Faith, <laughs> faith believer. He, he believes Dang. in the concept of faith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have heard everybody? he's a believer. Yeah. I mean I've never mer- met him personally, but yeah. It's good. Mm. Yeah. It's good so stuff. we'll do that. But uh, no, we do have a lot of other actual things going we on do. that you can connect to. Yeah. As fun as Are You Smarter Than a JBQ or Sounds. Yeah. Uh, we've got lots of groups and, and stuff like that. But before we get into community and uh, getting connected to community, why, how, uh, tell me, what are some things that have kept you or might keep you guys from gathering with other people? People. People themselves. <laughs> That's true, right? Like, you know, I mean, sometimes you just, whether it's... I don't know. You just don't want to extrovert that evening, or yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm I am an ex extra uh, what's it called extrovert. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even sometimes I get like, you know what, yeah. babe, we're gonna stay yeah. in. You know, you need some quiet not. time. Yeah. yeah, I think when when we when you say that, I think it's our personality. Sometimes we we use that as an excuse, yeah. like mm. you know. And I I would say I'm more of like a practicing extrovert. I'm more of an introvert. I love staying mm. home. And, you know, it's easy to say, oh, you know, I'm just kind of a homebody. I just I feel like, you know, I, I don't need it. Yeah. And it's, mm. you know, that's really not how God made you. God made yeah. you to have community. You know, I mean, there are times where you need to make right. sure your personalities are taken care of. But like some people would just use that as a crutch and never go right. out, you know, yeah. and they're yeah. hermit crabs, you know. No, I'm an introvert. I get mm-hmm. my energy from being alone and mm-hmm. I can feel it when I'm, you know, have been doing a lot out and about for some time. But yeah. like you said, you it's OK to get away and right. have that time alone. I mean, Jesus did that. He withdrew to the mountaintop to pray. And I'm pretty sure he was an extrovert. I think I we mean, can say that. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> how does, uh, yeah. How does the eternal word? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he'd have to be an extrovert yeah, I think. by nature, right? By nature, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's, God has to be extra. I don't know. That's a theological quandary <laughs> yeah, for right. a psychology po- podcast, which we are not. Um, but no, I think that's a good answer. Personality yeah, yeah. type. And you could use that as a crutch, even though there is some va- validity in saying I am introverted. That's where I get my energy from. You right, could yeah, turn right, it into a crutch. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else could keep you from gathering together with other people? Time, honestly. I mm-hmm. feel like time and then some people 
would say like just a way to get there you know and so yeah mm-hmm. yeah just the logistics of it yeah logistics yeah logistic, so. yeah. yeah that and those are really two different things yeah. a busy schedule yeah. which is again depending on the season of life you're in you your schedule may be busier than right. it is in other seasons of life and that's okay do you know how many time i tell people i'm so i'm so busy i can't meet up you know like and i'm like george you're just sitting in the on the couch on sundays you could go mm-hmm. anyway yeah, yeah there's a, a there is a balance there's yeah. a balance but yeah um, but there's and there's seasons of life like you know when you've got little kids in the house your schedule is a little bit less flexible than mm-hmm. it is when your kids true, are all grown up true, or before true. you have kids or if you don't have kids or if you are the kid you know it's mm. it's a different it's a different situation um, yeah. and so yeah that's going to affect your schedule but again we could turn all these things into crutches and not yeah. not mm. actually allow or even like right. your uh, w- what about like your interests so say like you know. Mm. You're like, you know, mm. small groups aren't my thing on a Wednesday night or, you know, yeah, I hate family shooting food, dunk you know? or shooting ducks on Trivia. a weekend. You know, I know the men's groups doing that. That's just not me. Mm. That might be. That's, yeah. that's exaggerated. But, you know, like no, your interest, true. you yeah. can you can almost do that as like, that's just not, you know, who that's, I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's good. Or yeah. on the reverse, you could prioritize something else above it. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, you know, there's a Monday night group, but it's fall and I love Monday night football. So I'm, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Well, you, you know, yeah. maybe you don't want to, but you can't. I don't know. And, yeah. and again, that there's a tension. Like, yeah, yeah, enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. You don't have to be right. at every single gathering right. that the believers around you call mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Right. But if we're finding an excuse for every single gathering, then we're missing out on some stuff mm-hmm. for sure. Right. And we are using using some crutches to keep us from walking with other people. Yeah. We ca- mm-hmm. I think we covered most of them. Time, did, interests. Yeah. There was one other that you said. Uh, George, you said at the schedule, and then mm, I don't know. It was it's like just like the like how to get there, the logistics. Of yes, it. the logistics. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's not in my neighborhood, or you know, if it's forty five minutes away, it's. I'm not saying that's not a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, again, we can turn any of these things into reasons yeah, to yeah. not be around yeah. others. Uh, but I do think we should do it, and I think there's a, a great verse in the book of Hebrews that really encapsulates uh, the need for community and why tell us, tell why us. we should do it. Why don't you tell us? Yeah. Why don't you read us the verse? You Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 to 25 says, Let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, since he who performed... So he who performed, or promised, performed, promised, his faith, his faithful, and let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. Awesome. So that, again, that was Hebrews 10, 23 through 25. So a couple things that uh, stand out to me from this passage that you guys would love to hear you chip in on and just hear your thoughts on. Uh, The first one is that community strengthens our grip on the gospel. Mm. And um, where where I kind of saw that was that idea of verse 23 saying, let us hold on to the confession of our hope. And then right after it being, let us consider one another. Uh, Just this connection between us staying steadfast in faith in Christ and being around other people, how mm-hmm. closely linked those two things are in the writer of Hebrews' 
um, uh, like stream of consciousness there, yeah. the way he's thinking. Those two things are just right up against one another in his thoughts. Well, what would you, how would you elaborate on that? Like the connection between, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, holding fast to the confession of faith and being around other people. What's the connection there for you? Well, I think about the Bible when, you know, um, you know, you, you see it a lot in Acts, and we talk about this sometimes, but um, how when you people accepted Jesus into their heart and they had a faith, uh, they didn't just go and, you know, seclude themselves in yeah. their house for the rest of their lives and try not to sin, you know, don't come out. You know, they joined mm. together and they prayed together. They, yeah. conf- you know, fessed their sins together, you know, mm. all those things. Uh, they didn't, you know, hermit crab themselves yeah. in the house, you know? So community was almost like a consequence Absolutely. of their faith. In yes, that. Yeah. in a good way. Yeah, and yeah, and that, that good consequence of, you yeah. know, of, of accepting Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Anything to add to that, George, that you would say? Uh, no, it's just really a personal testimony. Uh, I never really grew up with, like, a community. Uh, we always went to church, but never, like put my you know my life in the hands of other brothers to keep me like hey how is your life how is your devotion like right. how is your work with jesus going mm-hmm. until how's uh, your heart man how's your yeah how's your heart <laughs> we talked about that in christianese shake your heart you know and so like until i came here and uh, i was in Tukayafa and uh, I was dealing with coming off from college. I was dealing with a lot of pride issues and self-righteousness and sexual sin. And then the Lord was like, I'm going to give you men that's going to stand with you. And for the first time in my life, I'd never been close to men like that in, in, a, yeah. in like a relational way where like I can tell you all my dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, you're still going to pray for me and still going to call me your friend. And it was so bizarre for me until I understood what really the Bible calls about. Yep. community yep. and i was like wow yeah. this is what christ is talking about yeah. you know for us to be brothers and has as iron sharpens iron and all those things so yeah it led me to the gospel just yeah. to answer that question like mm-hmm. you know they they would keep on pointing me to the to the gospel like hey this is what christ says this is what and like yeah. encouraging me in my walk and they were like hey i want to walk with you as much as you want to walk with me and so yeah. 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 No, that's really good. I think that yeah. my, my experience would have been pretty similar as I grew up around people, but wasn't really walking in relationship with other people and just, yeah, yeah finally kind of um, just recognize the need for people in my life that were, mm. that were close and that we were able to just talk about anything and everything uh, about and, uh, or yeah, with one another and, and encourage one another to continue to pursue the Lord. Uh, to look to him and it's something that I still need and will still need for for years and years to come until the Lord returns or takes me home (laughs) so uh, yeah I think that preaching the gospel to one another is such a critical part of holding fast to the faith and just when we are you know, tired, weak, despairing, frustrated, whatever, there's somebody alongside of us that can say, all right, let's refresh on the gospel and what Jesus yeah. has said and mm-hmm. what he's up to. And mm-hmm. um, the community just plays such an important role in that. Yeah. Um, another thing that I, I see in this passage that I really wanted to highlight was the fact that community moves us toward ministry. It moves us towards this ministry in the sense of, of service. It says, provoking one another to love and good works. So when we get together, we have that opportunity to provoke or to urge or to prod one another. Uh, One translation says spur one another on to love and good deeds. Um, So yeah, part of being together in community is the, the fact that being in community 
yeah, pushes us into ministry. And one of the ways that, um, that we see that happen is just being in community in general, I think makes forces you into, well, I shouldn't say forces, but can put you in a position of, uh, I don't know, maybe a more selfless attitude, yeah. um, thinking right. a little bit less ab- about yourself uh, mm. and about the people around you, uh, mm. what you can speak to them, what they're speaking to you, so on and so forth. Right. I mean, wh- how would you kind of add on to that, maybe how that's impacted you mm. in your lives? I'd say uh, in college, I had a really good, um, I got really plugged in quick, not by my own because I was more of like, I didn't want to, I wanted to be a hermit crab in college, but I, mm. I, I was kind of forced not to. And um, I had a few friends that went to this church, and it was my church, my home church, the whole time I was in college, Trinity in Westchester. And um, there was just a group of kids ministry people who I just, like, we just fell, like, I fell in love with them. Like, I really fell in love more with kids ministry there. Um, and really, like, um, just being within that community just kind of made me want to yeah. do more ministry, you know? Yeah. Uh, it spurred me on. It, it, it helped me. Uh, was it um, seeing them enjoy it, or yes. was it them challenging it? It was both. It was yeah. kind of both. And, you know, you can easily, in college, become very isolated, you know? Mm. Or, you yeah. know, you can you could either go both ways, very isolated, or right. you could be very out. And my inclination would have been more isolated, but with this group, you know, it kind of forced me into a position of get out of your comfort zone do some things you've never done and these friends i i have a picture of them um all the time everywhere i go they we just it was just a good great group of people that spurred me on and even when some of those seniors left i continued into that ministry and um at that church literally i did my internship there graduated from you know being at that church and i i I adored it, you know, that time that I had there. But it really just that group of community there, um, they were all like, I would see them at school and be like, hey, you know, then we'd drive to Westchester, which was like 30 minutes away. So it was just, you know, that that time where that really spurred me into ministry. It really spurred me to want to do more, be be a different person. I I did some different things for kids ministry that I don't think I'd ever would have done if I didn't have that group of people. And Mm -hmm. even that uh, that pastor, she was she was the best. And I still, Mm. yeah, I, I. still have very very fond memories of that for sure that's really cool yeah i think you know there's that aspect of like just being involved in the enjoyment of ministry and it's not just like it's not group think it's not you know mob mentality it's really genuinely seeing people enjoy something right and and wanting to enjoy that with them and it's okay if that is a good thing it ends up being a selfless thing that you want to enjoy i don't know serving you want to enjoy just being together in the body of christ there's nothing wrong with that i think god created us to enjoy right, that and right. so it only makes sense i think there's another area of being around one another that provokes us to love and good works and it's the idea that um we see needs we we see needs and we understand that we or others around us have been given unique opportunities and giftings to meet those needs and because there's a variety of gifts in the body and a variety of abilities just in people in general, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for the Lord to direct people into certain areas where they're needed, where he wants to use them in a really powerful way. And I think, yeah, just showing up and seeing the needs is in some ways going to provoke you to love and good works. Mm-hmm. I mean, George didn't always play the guitar or the piano or, I mean, he probably came out singing, but, um, but you, you enjoyed it at some point and then you saw the opportunity Mm. to put it into practice, put it, you know, to good use within the body of Christ Mm -hmm. at another point. And 
God has given you certain abilities and gifts that now you get to serve the body with. It was that or become a lawyer or a judge. So why, why were those the two options? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I, I just wanted to make a change. Ah. If it wasn't like, you know, doing what I do, it would be probably being a lawyer. Oh, can you imagine George as a lawyer? He'd be a great lawyer. I feel like I would be. I'm so glad. York. I'm so glad I am. If I'd be a lawyer, it'd be like a small little time in Rhode, town in Rhode Island, and I just like do small case things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. But that one time, you know, that one big case, you know, would just kind of define my my reality. So you would They'd do like a movie after me, and yeah. then eventually, you know, I'd kind of die out after the money kind of stopped coming in, <laughs> the royalties. Um, <laughs> you would just do a whole bunch of like, yeah, small town cases. I, like I had a whole, life. I had a whole movie going on there. <laughs> Your Honor, I object. The <laughs> duck was already in the street. Like that's ninety-five percent of your career, but then everybody <laughs> oh knows God. you for. But it grappled the nation. That's that's what yeah. it, that's what the, got the it. The trial of the century, <laughs> Scopes Monkey funny. Trial Two. <laughs> I, that's funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, I, I I we really hit a nerve there. I didn't know that like. Shane had this whole alternate reality. Oh it was gosh. Rhode Island, man. Did Dang. you watch a lot of Law and Order with your parents? Uh, up, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, that's too funny. Well, now we know. Yeah. Now we yeah. know that uh, Shane could have been an American <laughs> gladiator and George could have been a lawyer or a judge. What could have you been if you, know, you were not a pastor? But there was, I think there was two things. that. Well, there was, you know, I, kids change their minds so much when yeah. they're little. So I went through a couple of phases. At one point, I, um, I really wanted to be an astronaut. But then found mm-hmm. out that you have to have perfect vision. Doesn't oh, that isn't that man. messed up? I wanted to be a fighter fighter or fight fight like be in the air force. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jets. Uh, yeah like jet, you need yeah. to have perfect vision. Fighter pilot. Yeah, that. because wow. I've heard if you yeah. wear contact, uh, quote, they've never tested this, but if you wear contacts on like and you're going that like Mach four or whatever, uh, those contacts you go suck right into your eyes. And oh you, man! Yikes. Yeah, I feel like. They could do something with the windshields, though, right? Couldn't they correct the wind? No, I'm just kidding. I, w- <laughs> I mean, I've <laughs> watched Top Gun a few times, and I'm not sure if they they could do that or not. But yeah, I don't Dang. know. So I found out that uh, that that was not an option. Yeah. So then I went to doctor at one point, um, just because I I don't know I, had, I felt like I had to pick something. I mean, I'm like six. I didn't have to pick something. Right. <laughs> That's true. And then I wanted to be an archaeologist, a biblical archaeologist. Wow. Oh, nice. I still love history, Dang. so yeah, that That's made cool. sense. And I can um, see you as a archaeologist. Yeah, I have a whole those. closet full of khaki cargo shorts. No, I don't. That's not true. <laughs> Just in case duty ever calls, right? With right, no, big, yeah. Big you got to be prepared. Uh, Indiana yep, calls me. Yep, He's like, Nick. Yep. Those big uh, pockets on there. <laughs> need you oh, now. my gosh. Yeah. Craziness. Those are coming back in style. So, you know, uh, no, those were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We got way off. We track way off. Yeah, absolutely. But that's all right. Hey, these are we're chatting. We're yeah, this is the chat. We're chatting. We're on our stools. We're sipping yeah. in your tea on your tea. Sipping. Yep. Sipping sipping tea and spilling tea. Yeah, we really mm. did kind of bring our teas today, didn't we? We did. Cheers. Well, George yeah, has yeah, a kombucha, kombucha bottle that has been finished and filled with water. So. Yeah, because I don't have a bottle. I've lost it. So. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> You're close. Yeah. Oh man. So community strengthens our grip on the gospel. Yeah. We said. We yes. said it moves us toward ministry. And the other thing I wanted to highlight is that community allows us to encourage one another. It says there, um, let us uh, consider one another, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other, mm-hmm. and all the more as you see the day approaching. So there's a contrast there between neglecting to gather 
and encouraging each other. So very yes. closely connected to the idea of community and being with one another is the idea of encouraging each other. Yeah. Um, when you think of encouraging, what do you think of? What, what, what does the word encouraging mean to you? I know it's a tough question just to spring on you. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's just using nice words, <laughs> you know, yeah. like encouraging. And then one thing that I've always, that I had to get past in my mind is that I have to be perfect to encourage people, but that's definitely, if I'd, if mm. I'd have to wait to be perfect, you know, then, yeah. you know, I'd never be able to encourage someone. No one would encourage but you'd have But to use wisdom and, and I think about it every time I come to church, I'm like, Lord, uh, give me that. Give me those words. I, I don't want to use those words. Like I don't yeah. want my own words to come in to encourage somebody. Let me use. Yeah. Help me use. Bring get, bring the words into my heart to help somebody. You know. Yeah. Um, that's good. But yeah, that's encouraging to me. It's it's just that constant like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And not saying like, Providing, oh, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking mm. into the situation well and, yeah. and that kind of thing. What about you, George? I mean, uh, it's I a hard would, one. I would have said what you sh- you said a, w- a week ago. Uh-huh. But um, I, I was ch- having a chat with one of my friend, my friends. I've only seen him like three times, but like um, Sorry, Dave, Dave yep. Powers. Mm-hmm. So we were chatting, and he was like, "Some of times we feel like we, if we're encouraging people, we want to say words. We want to like, mm-hmm. you know, like it will mm-hmm. be okay. Things will be better. Like you should do better. Go for it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was like, most of the times. Um, Encouraging encouragement looks like being there for somebody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just putting your hand if they're I'll going through a, t- a tough time, just mm. holding on to and be like, "Hey, I see you. Mm-hmm. I am here for you." Yeah, and that's encouraging for yeah. most people. Like most people don't want words; they don't want fancy words that yeah. make them feel to make them feel better. They just want you to put your hand on their shoulder. Yeah, and be like, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, you know? no, that's yeah. good. I think both of those answers, you know, are are getting to. A greater underlying idea, you know, encouragement, what you think of courage is in that word. And it's a strength of heart. It's a boldness. It's a, mm-hmm. So it's emboldening somebody. It's, 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 it's cheering them on. It's, it's uh, coming alongside of them and, and uplifting them, right. you know, not in a false sense. And sometimes that is as simple as you said, Shane, just checking in on somebody and being there yeah. and being present. And as you said, George, just putting the hand on the shoulder. It's just, it's being present. It's, um, uh, standing alongside someone yeah. and really just yeah being there uh, in any way that is emboldening and uplifting mm. and uh, the ch- churchy word that we like to use edifying right mm. like building them up and and yeah. and not just stroking people's ego or making mm. them feel good about themselves but actually right. like mm. being there to support and strengthen and and that can only happen in community I mean. Right. Either right. it, you can't strengthen someone else if you're by yourself or they're by their s- themselves. Yeah, you, you can't know? thrive in loneliness. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's something about just being around other people in your difficulties, in yeah. your challenges, and in your celebrations mm. and your victories Come that on. is encouraging, right? Like that's so good. It's it's just we were made to share. Um, share life together to yeah. Uh, yeah. walk this journey that God is giving us um, hand in hand, arm in arm, and, and really lean on one another and, and rejoice with one another in those yeah. times that, yeah. that we need, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. there's, it's interesting there too that um, it, it ends with all the more as you see the day approaching. Why do you think that is? Why do you think he, he points forward to the return of Christ, the consummation of you know all things, the recreation. Why is he pointing forward to that future hope? And your as you read that, what's kind of like your initial reaction, or mm-hmm. what does that cause you to 
how does that cause you to respond? Yeah. Does that make sense? I think initially I always always think of the end times as in, uh, when you read Revelation, things don't get better. Uh, they kind of get worse before they get better. You yeah. know. So in my head I'm thinking like all the more as you see the day approaching, it's yeah. like all the more people are going to need – Jesus even more every single day, you know, you're going to need more encouragement every single day. Um, I I talked to at least two people this past week about just like very, just, you know, not depressed, but really just upset of just how society is, you know, things in their life are just not going on. And, and, And both times I'm like, you know what the reality of we face here is there's a lot of things we're not going to fix in our society. It's Mm -hmm. just going to, you know, Revelation says it gets worse before it gets better. You know, I mean, yeah. we haven't seen the dragon, so I'm I'm all right with that yet. But <laughs> yeah. you know, like it, I, I think when I read that, I'm thinking, you know, now more than ever, we need to be encouraging each other yeah. even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good that's a good nuance of it. As yeah. it gets harder, you're going to need those people even more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And okay, and I'll add to this too: is if if things are starting to get harder and you don't have that community, you starting off that community as a heart. Like I, I feel like you know it, it's a practice to preemptively understand that you're going to have problems in your life, but you need that community. So mm. build that community before you have problems. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. No, no, you no, know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. Having having yeah um, the infrastructure of relationships in place. Yes. Uh, yes. For when the time comes, and and that's yeah, that's a great a great um, detail that you caught and you picked up on there. Yeah. Did you pick on uh, up on anything differently or? Yeah, because when I read, when I read, and all the more as you see the day approaching, and for me, when I see, like, when I say the day approaching is, like, the day when Christ is here and we get to experience, experience um, um, uh, being, <laughs> we get to experience relationship on mm-hmm. a grander scale. Yeah. And Rede- just fully redeemed. Yeah, because like it's like you practice right now because if you don't like to be in relationship with anybody, you're not gonna love being around. <laughs> Heaven's gonna per- stink for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I just you, realized I'm the amount have of to extroverts for extrovert for eternity. <laughs> God. God help me, please. <laughs> On Sunday, we talked about different types of dwelling, and we talked about like people that like to live in the city around all the hustle and bustle <laughs> yeah, versus people true. that like to live on their own piece of land. Yeah, I mean, everybody in the room was like, "Nah, I want my own piece of land," and yeah. I was like, "That's the most Weld County so answer." Really. I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be so disappointed. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those New Yorkers are gonna be all right, but you know yeah, what? Yeah. What you talking about? <laughs> this is phenomenal. I sleep in that one bedroom. Whatever you know. <laughs> Sorry, I totally interrupted you, but that that was a very good point like yeah the the so as you were saying this um realization of community in eternity keep going with that thought oh yeah literally that was that that's what i was i was just thinking like if you if if i'm reading this and say uh and all and all the more as you see the day approaching like we are literally this is just practicing us to the day of Christ's return yeah. when we get to be with him huh. and to be with others, yeah. other Christians and be with Abraham. Yeah. And Noah yeah. And, you know, oh, th- I mean, yeah. and you think the, the, the banquet of the bridegroom, we're going to be feasting and celebrating together, yeah. oh, you man. know, joining yeah. in a co- the chorus of angels. There's a lot of time spent together and, yeah. and 
a lot of what we enjoy. I mean, even in Revelation, you look at New Jerusalem, you, you look at yeah. it as a city that is where people are congregating with, with the Lord himself yeah. at the center of it all. There's no temple because the glory of the Lord is shining out, but mm. there's a congregation or there's an assembly mm. around uh, the Lord in the new creation. And yeah, there, it's just community is such an important yeah. part of that. I like that. I think for me, as I read until the day is approaching, it also, it keeps in mind the hope that we have. Yeah. So even on a, there's a different shade of that for me. Like, you know, all the more, as you see the day approaching, it's not going to be like this forever. I'm not mm. going to have the same struggles and frustrations wow. and difficulties that I'm always going to have, or that not that I feel like I've always had or right. feel today. Like these are never going to go. I'm never not yeah. going to be frustrated with this or make this mistake or whatever. Mm. There's people around me encouraging me saying, look, there's a day coming when the Lord returns mm. and all eternity, we will no longer shed a tear. There will be no more right. death. There will be no more grieving. Mm. There will be no more sadness. We will enjoy the pure presence of God the, mm. or the pure joy of being in the presence of God um, now and forevermore. So that encouraging one another is like, not only holding fast to the faith, but doing so with an eye on eternity. Yeah. Right. So yes, it's 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 what you guys said, and I read it as, look, keep pressing on. There's something great ahead of us. Yeah. There's something great here today, but the Lord has even more in store. Mm-hmm. So I, it's interesting right. just how you know this is a, an important part of community as well, right? Yeah. All of us read the same passage, and we each highlighted a very different but closely connected detail. For sure. Yeah. I yeah. think everything that we just said can be very closely connected oh, yeah. to this passage For sure absolutely. but we got all of that out of, out of it because we were together in community yeah. and i think you know even as we sit down and have these conversations on the word it's so important to do it together because yeah. you're enriched in your understanding mm-hmm. now that doesn't mean that everything we say is right, right right or that every opinion that i bring to the text is right right i mean mm-hmm. that's not to say anytime you get in community everybody's answer is correct that's not how that works <laughs> yeah but there's nuances, there's there's applications that we don't think of when we yeah. read scripture mm-hmm. and that we don't get when we hear the voice of God that other people do. And um, right. it could be because of experience, it could be because of current life situation, it yeah. could be because of culture, it could be because of language. There could be so many different things. Yeah. Right. And being together with other people allows us insight into those other people's lives through their eyes and the way that the Lord is working in them that we don't get mm. by... Mm. I mean, if I'm just going to be honest, watching a Sunday sermon from our couch mm-hmm. or, true. you know, turning on the TV to the the Christian preaching channel and, mm-hmm. and getting that or it's just not TV. the same. You don't you don't yeah. get that don't. enriching communal experience that you get when you sit around the table, you have dinner with, enjoy a game night with people in your congregation and, right. and really get to know them and see what the Lord's up yeah. to. And I think next week uh, we can touch on heaven. Let's do it. <laughs> next Dude, podcast. we we actually, so we have a list. Uh, I have a list of ones you guys have mentioned and I've mentioned of ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we got a comment. Encouragement sometimes means being vulnerable together, especially if you've been through a difficult situation or experience and the person you're trying to encourage is going, uh, I, the comment disappeared on me, but I think it's like going, <laughs> you know, through something similar. That's so true. Like yeah. you, your experience that you have speaks you hear it through the experiences you've had and what the Lord has walked you through, and then you're able to share that in community right. with other people going through similar things. I can't tell you how many times I've like been like, man, I really I dealt with this area of pride or this area of frustration or, right. you know, I'm not understanding this. Can you help me? And the yeah. person will say, oh, yeah, I've, I've been there before. Yeah. yeah, that sounds really similar to something I've been mm. through. 
You'd be surprised how many people are going through the same things you are. Oh yeah. You know, like it's yeah. it's wild to us. We think we're oh, I'm the only one. Yeah. You know, but really. And thousands of people maybe even yeah. your next door neighbors going through yeah. it yeah. and we just we we neglect the idea of can we bring this up in topic or, or anything like that but reality is those are the best times to bring it up you yep. know yeah. those trusted friends That's what I was you say. know yeah, absolutely people are going yeah. through things that are the same as you mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. just talk about it yeah. You know? yeah yeah that's yeah. so true you never know you never know until you uh, have the conversation and right. like yeah. Laverne said in the comments being vulnerable it's part of being in community and it's difficult, but it is, it is so worth it. Yeah. You, you do it with wisdom. You trust, uh, you do it within, uh, relationships of trust where, you know, that's not going to be betrayed and that's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, shadowed on the street corners. But, um, there is a, a blessing in being vulnerable with friends and, right. uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, family yeah. members in Christ that, that you can be that vulnerable with and, and allow to walk alongside of you. Yeah. So. Uh, let's talk about just to kind of wrap things up, how we can embrace community in mm. Christ. Um, because you know, we can talk all day about why we should do it mm-hmm. practically. How, how do we do it? Yeah. I think the more sub ministries you have at your church, the more yeah. successful community you have. No, yeah, I think so. I think if you have an American <laughs> gladiator, <laughs> yep, uh, whiteboard drawing, uh, whiteboard that came out, whiteboard drawing <laughs> society, uh yeah definitely no this is how you do community okay this is how you figure it out find your church ask somebody or even look on our website and we speak on ourselves there's if you're listening you're in another church just most likely could be the same Mm -hmm. but you know we 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 uh have (laughs) many speaking french i was gonna say did you just turn french or (laughs) omelette (laughs) so um I can't even remember what I was going to say. No, no, no. We, we, you, local church. There, there is many times, even on a Sunday morning, where there is opportunity for community, where we do uh, Sunday school mm-hmm. classes. Uh, our guided prayer is mm-hmm. important because we've actually heard people say, like, you know, after I come in at 9 o'clock and we're done at 930, like, I have some time to talk to people, which yeah. is an amazing thing. You yeah. know, our Wednesday nights, you know, mm-hmm. those times where you can get to a round table. And, and I encourage you on Wednesday nights. I encourage you on Wednesday nights, <laughs> find different tables each week. Don't sit at the same table. Uh, I mean, if you truly like your table, that's great. Yeah. Uh, but get get different perspectives from other people, you right. know. And um, there's plenty of times where we can – and we have different events throughout the year that we'll have, you know, like, you know, our comedy nights or anything mm-hmm. like that where you can develop a little bit more of that yeah. community. Yeah. Uh, but know that, you know, when you're coming to, you know, I specifically say our church, there are many ways. there. We, we've set it up to where – community is a part of every single thing we do, you know? And I mean, that's just our lifeblood here, you know, Uh, serving, you know, one another, you know, humbly and all that Mm -hmm. belonging to, to this family. I mean, we have plenty of things for you to be part of it. Just step out and do it, you know, step out and be a part of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned a couple of like the, the formal things that we have set up here. You said midweek, that's every Wednesday, 6 PM dinner, 630 ministries where you're in kids, you're in youth, you're in adults. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are, areas that provide friendship and discipleship so you get to grow in uh, relationship with one another and grow in wisdom and maturity and faith as well we've got women of the word starting again uh, Tuesdays at 9 30 a.m. it's a ladies Bible study here in the church we've got men's groups starting this Thursday at 7 30 p.m. those there's a couple of those that meet in the church we got senior men's breakfast first Friday of every month at 7 30 a.m. 
uh, 7.30 a.m. And then we've got Young Adults Group on Monday, not today, but next week, starting up uh, Monday evening, where uh, young adults will be going through a book called The Relationship Principles of Jesus. So Mm -hmm. talking more about community and friendship and things like that. Uh, So there's there's no lack of opportunity to gather together in those formal contexts. But I would also say, in addition to those formal contexts, look at those gatherings as gatherings, not as places just to be distracted or entertained, not some sort of show on Mm -hmm. Sunday where you go and you watch and you leave. Like, no, be Mm. an active participant on your Sunday morning gatherings, your midweek services, your your group gatherings that you have at your church, or if this is your home church, Greeley First Assembly, that you have here with us. Don't just see it as a thing that you have to attend Oof. but actually a thing that you're you're part of Oof. and that means like we said with guided prayer you know you can come to guided prayer and then you've got half an hour just to catch up with people and yeah. grab a coffee and mm-hmm. and actually you know do the uncomfortable thing of going up to someone and saying hey how are you and i yeah. think that's kind of like the final point that i want to make is <laughs> don't wait for your church office to organize something yeah mm. that's a very good point a lot of people mm-hmm. wait for the church office to put a cal- something on the calendar, but you can just say, Hey, and say, Hey, let's go grab lunch after service this week. Or, Hey, what yeah. are you doing on Friday? Mm-hmm. Let's go catch a movie or mm-hmm. let's, you guys come on over for dinner. We'd love to do dinner and games. Just Absolutely. get to know people. Uh, yeah. Laverne said we have prime timers, our seniors ministry, which we'll, uh, we'll be talking about uh, going forward. I mean, there's so many others that we didn't mention right. as well. I mean, uh, we've got mom's group. We've got um, uh, special gatherings for kids. We've got, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of opportunities to get connected um, and there's no lack of them. These are just a few of them which are starting up here soon. So yeah. uh, be sure to take advantage of what your local church is offering, but also uh, take advantage of just having people around you and being able to engage them in conversation. That's right gotta get connected yep that is our theme for this week any closing thoughts gents i think you covered everything all right your honor i think um (laughs) i rest my case i rest my case (laughs) and with that objection thank you all for joining us for between sundays we will see you again soon yes I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's my Bible and I like it. I love it. I want some more.